Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Russell Gaming Podcast, episode 162. I'm your host and GM, Alex Miller. With me today, I have... Ben Meredith, Bryn Monroe, Lydia Nicholas, and Helen Gould. And who do you play? Zoe Smith. <laughs> Amateur Lapper in Altahan. Sell Sight Bottom. 
and Azul. <laughs> yes. So apparently we're playing the game like this. Yeah, in these yes. credits, I will be falling down a well. Zolf <laughs> Why on earth have I not had an NPC who's absolutely pivotal to everyone's survival and speaks like this the whole time? Because they will be murdered. Bad enough. Yes. Well, we can't now. We can't reach through the screen. Ah, damn it. <laughs> it's true. Can't so, throw dice. Uh, we are going to be picking up where we left off, which is that Azu is learning the perils of <laughs> not being careful and treating your body like a temple. This is so careful. But the whole point is that we got given these and or we found them lying around in a dangerous location <laughs> and we are using them now where it's also, safe. Also, you can treat your body like a temple of Dionysus. It's fine. Yes. <laughs> So, obviously, the logistics have been covered with the Earhart side of things, and we were dealing with the hotel room. Mm-hmm. And as you had come to, to a completely trashed place. Mm-hmm. I am now going to describe things from Cell's perspective, yeah. and then we'll cover the mechanical effects. Azu drinks the potion, and for a moment goes, Oh, it's a bit rubbish. Nothing really happens. <gasps> <laughs> Begins just yelling. <laughs> just yelling loads <laughs> all of the veins start popping out like wong, wong, wong. and she genuinely just won't stop yelling and he's just vibrating in place like ah, uh, it's a potion of grizzop <laughs> Cell's a good person so at some point Cell would have been like are you okay and as it was pretty answer was something along the lines of <laughs> yeah uh, mm. It's a good thing these rooms are well soundproof, because if Hamid heard that, he'd have rushed in. So, unfortunately, because of the scale, it did look a little bit like Azu was a tantruming toddler. Certainly, (laughs) Azu will have immediately started doing push-ups, and then demanded more weight, and then demanded more weight, and then when there wasn't enough weight, we'll have and then we'll have just started smashing things a little bit. Probably the first one was an accident, but that would have made Azu more angry. So she smashed the thing in anger, but then she'd broken a thing, so she needed to smash another thing. And then... And it's just... I like to think she was trying to, like, lift the sofa and just dropped it, or, like, smash things together. Yeah, yeah, like, you... You did the most destructive workout in the world while telling Cell how you're... <laughs> it was a combination of oh, I'm not really feeling anything oh, I don't think it's working oh. <laughs> For what it's worth you saw some astonishing feats of strength and by the end of it Azu genuinely just went oh, and then just fell asleep <laughs> How long was she asleep? I would say how long is Cell willing to let Azu sleep afterwards? This thing lasted for a about two minutes. A very busy two minutes. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, oh, Cell will have, like, tried to... I don't know if they're capable of rolling Azu over and putting them into a comfy position, but that's what they will have tried. Or at least, that's fine. Like, yeah, Cell will insert a pillow under Azu's head and then lie back in a gigantic chair, or which I assume has What's had... What's left of a gigantic like, two, chair? Well, no, no, it's had uh, two of the legs broken out so it's it's a very slanted sofa now to be specific Azu tore the legs off and ate them <laughs> okay um Cell would have been particularly impressed by that because they don't know any potion that allows you to kind of chomp wood and now they're like a beaver there was yeah. a minor jump scare when you gently moved Azu in order to insert a pillow underneath she will have yelled full volume without waking mm. up 
Ah, well, yes. Uh, then Sal uh, lies down and is now consuming, you know, alcoholic intoxicants rather Understood. than combat potions. In which case, after about, from Sal's perspective, mm. after a, a few minutes, let's say five minutes or so, Azu comes to seemingly normal in every way. Azu, you feel quite tired. Ugh, what happened? You have no memory of any of that, by the way. And you will have been babbling the whole time you weren't yelling. Basically like someone who has just had their filters removed. Oh, that's a good chair! Bang! Oh, it broke! It's not a good chair! That is a bad chair! I used to have a good chair! It was a rocking chair! My dad made it! Oh! The whole time. That kind of stream of consciousness nonsense. But yeah, you, you had such fun. As you can see, you had a really effective workout. Oh, oh no. And uh, oh, I no, think... we're going to have to pay for this. Uh, well, I mean, oh. maybe, but, like, we have so much money. That's, that's, that's true, but... <laughs> you know, like, Hamid, with his extremely insightful thing about getting all of that adamantium, like, we, we basically have enough money to buy this hotel and turn oh. it into some kind of, you know, something more useful, like a workshop. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for staying with me. Oh, that's absolutely fine. Seems like it... Wasn't it scary? No, not particularly. At no point was Azu ever threatening to you in any you, way. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's one of the nicest things you can learn about someone that at a point of stress, confusion, and intense emotion, they continue to be lovely and caring before anything else. Oh. I agree, actually. That was a really that was a really nice thing. Thank you. Mechanically. Mm. Mega Juice does the following. <laughs> One. It induces a barbarian rage. Correct. (laughs) Two, whilst under the influence, the following skills are basically reduced to ludicrous penalties. I'll leave it at that. Sense motive, deception, and basically any of the social skills... Sorry, bluffing this system. Any of the social skills, barbarian barbarian rage normally takes a hit. Horrendous for this one. What this is is like a knockoff barbarian's rage. You, You basically become almost incoherent. You have no memory of the things that happen by the time that your rage is finished, but criticals auto-confirm. Ooh. Oh, no, I did the ultimate Bertie. I just attacked all of the furniture. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. So all all it does is I did play around with it maybe inducing frenzy, which is a mechanical thing, but that would inevitably lead to Azu killing everyone in the party, so I didn't want to do that. (laughs) Oh, my God. That would have been terrible. I suppose I should be grateful you didn't do that. Okay. I don't know. Frenzying Azu whilst everyone else is asleep feels like a slight disadvantage first uh, for the rest no, of the party. you didn't say while asleep. Fair. Okay. <laughs> Zolf wanted a side conversation regarding having Wild in the party. Oh, yes. Oh. Actually, yeah, I guess given that Wild has been like specifically avoiding Earhart, it's fine. They probably haven't seen each other yet. But Barnes and Carter have no such like thing so i don't know if they wandered in at any point or are they were they away they've genuinely sort of been off sorting other stuff fine yeah, yeah. there hasn't been an overlap i mean Earhart's been out of the room a day yeah, yeah no that's mm. fine. so that's cool they haven't come up yet as a thing so when is this is this like well, i guess morning after so at the at the warehouse i will say this is the morning after and it is let's say at the hangar because Earhart's an early riser and we'll be uh, there tinkering and and rearranging piles in a slightly more inefficient way that I'm sure Cell would hate if Cell notices. Don't like it. Yeah. Hey, uh, Earhart. Yeah? Got a... Well, 
we've, uh, you know, yesterday established your demands, and it looks like everyone's fine with that. Yep. We've got one thing that I don't know if you're aware of, but you may not be. This feels we've... like a bait and switch. Go on. Nope, it's not at all. We've got some associates with us. Okay. Got Barnes. Who's and Barnes? James Barnes. Uh, used to be a commander in the Meritocratic Navy. Not anymore. You know, he's working with the Harlequins, all that kind of stuff. So he's good people. Court martialed me once, fun fact. But water under the bridge for that one. And you vouch for him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Howard Carter, thief. It's quite useful for thieving things. I okay. think he's an archaeologist as well, but he talks a lot more about thieving than he does about archaeology. So, <laughs> um, you know, I think that's an excuse to get to the other one. But also, we are dealing with your friend and mine, Mr. Oscar Wilde. Oh, smarm. If you want to call him that, then fine. And is quite he still frankly, alive? Well, yes, he is. Mm. And he is also, has been very helpful. And quite frankly, I don't know what happened between you two, right? And quite frankly, I don't care. He's a meritocratic tool. You know that. Not anymore. Count your blessings. Was that literally the only thing? You know we were working for the... We said we were working for the meritocrats at... Right? Was that in character? Yes, that was in character. That was a low charisma muck-up. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Bad track, bad track. No, no, no. You you were Harlequins. We, we did the whole thing. Your, your, your father and all that jazz. Oh, no, 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 no. You told me that I had a family connection to the Harlequins. Why do you think I was so taken aback and not just like, yes, this scans? I just assumed you were, you know, a bit weird. I'm okay with that. It's fine. Right, great. Well, no, we were working for the Meritocrats. Now we're not, right? Right. Hence our, you know general okayness with the whole personal vendetta against all meritocrats thing. Right. But Wild is working with the Harlequins, right? So Marie Curie, Einstein, the Prague lot, all that kind of stuff, right? Who's organised resistance. We all know all this. So he's good at this point and is going to be on this ship because he is important for the mission and that is going to be okay. Is he still pro-dragon? I imagine he's probably dragon ambivalent. To start. He's pro the world not being destroyed and the blue veins taken over. So that is honestly the most important pro or anti right now. Once this is all resolved, you can go have a fist fight, whatever. You can chuck him off the boat. You're fine. But what are our terms of completion? What counts as resolve? So you're saying that if I get you to Svalbard, I can chuck him off? No. Once we have dealt with this whole, you know... World-destroying apocalyptic situation. Why does nobody here have perspective? Honestly. He's your responsibility. Yes, I. fine. He's his own bloody responsibility. You don't have to talk to him. Just don't, like, point at him and scream every time you see him. And I'll have a talk to him to be civil as well. I know I he's don't scream. I've yell. never screamed. Oh, fine. I don't yell. I, I shoot people. I push them off the ship. I explode people. I've never hey. screamed at people pretty sure the first time we met you did shout at him about how you were going to throw him off the boat but fine. There was definitely a raising of the voice, Amelia. I get to pick where he sleeps. He has been through a lot and I'm going so to have to veto. Yes, I know. So have we all. But that means we're in this together. Okay? No petty pranks. No destruction of his well-being. Alright? Just he sleeps with the rest of us like normal. Just keep the lid on it. This is too important and too big to give in to these stupid personal vendettas, okay? Fine. Earhart starts walking into the hangar, start working on stuff. You're a rubbish first mate. No, I'm not. I'm a good first mate because this is the point. Cool. I am going to now do a few rolls and we're going to round out the reconstructing thing and get our timelines back in order if that's okay. Whoop, whoop. Okay. So, 
first things first. I need a engineering check. Cell is going to be taking the lead on this one, obviously. The kobolds can try to assist. I am going to rule that the kobolds can't harm. I know there's a variation of the rules where, like, if you fail hard enough on helping, you may hinder that they're not. It doesn't really work like that for this. So I need knowledge engineering from Cell, and the kobolds can aid if they're able to. Do you want one roll just for Skrark, or multiple rolls for Epsilon? One roll for whoever has the highest ability modifier. Well, I mean Skrark. There you has go, a then. higher ability than everyone else. Cool. I got 19. 22 from Skrark. That's a successful aid. Okay, cool. So that brings you to, what, like, 21, something like that. Can I then please get a... Can I get knowledge alchemy? Craft alchemy, sorry, even. <laughs> yes, I do have that. <laughs> that is 31. 25 from Skrark. Okay, that's good. Do you have knowledge arcana at all? Yeah, loads. I've got more, more arcana than engineering. Can I get knowledge arcana, please? Skrark won't be assisting with this one, but Hamid will. Yeah, that's fine. Cool, uh, 28. 32 from Hamid. Oh, my Oof. gosh, you're beasting this. You guys are making a hot rod. Well, so you say that, but I actually rolled about as low on engineering as it was possible to. I rolled right. 15, 15, 16, so the dice is smiling upon me. It's nice. <laughs> I'm glad that the engineering is the lowest one you've done. Let's put it that way. Okay, and then last but not least, you know what? I'm going to leave it open to you, uh, Lydia. One last check for you. If there are any additional skills that you think you can bring to bear that you think you can get a high score on that are relevant, I'm happy to include them and make it a customization element, a, a flair, if you will. If you had, for instance, I don't know, proficiency land vehicles, I'd make it have proper landing gear, as an example. I'm, no, I don't, I'm not aware of you having any off the top of my head, but the option's no, there. No, Cell doesn't have things like that. They have so many languages. Can, can Hamid roll fly to make sure it's airworthy? Oh, oh yeah, I've got a ton in fly as well. Like, I would allow it... fly as the final customization. <laughs> how about Hamid put that on and then Cell assist? Nope, Cell's got I to think lead. You, Cell has to lead. Oh, like... right. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, then. Oh, well, Come on, I, natural I, one. I Come a... on, natural no, one. No, I, ro- I rolled a two, so it, it doesn't crash, but that does mean that it's only 13. 13? Uh, I rolled 25. Nice. Thank you. 15, it gets you up to a DC. Yeah. Excellent. So just to clarify, what we have here is a ship with tip-top alchemy, tip-top mm. arcana. Shiny. Fine engineering, like well-made yep. engineering. Solid. And it can fly. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. Perfect. Now, one extra element on the uh, building this thing side of things. Zolf, you are able to summon elementals, obviously. I am. Now, I am not going to dive into a huge RP as to how you manage to source a fitter, which is someone who's able to, you know, get the elementals into the um, elemental ring on the ship and blah, blah, blah. It's sufficient for you to provide the elementals. Getting someone who can do that is easy in the aeroport. Like, I'm just going to skip that bit. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you two options, okay? Mm. Sorry, two variables. That's a better way of putting it. Mm. Variable first. Actually, I need to know one thing. What's the biggest elemental that you can summon? Right, so I can do a large. I actually do have access to a summon monster five, but I can do one a day of that. I'm fine to have mushed this back over the week to make life easier on us. Oh, okay. There's no reason not to have. It's easy to do. It's fine. Oh, fine. I can do... I'll, I'll do a large elemental then, so, I think. So, I need to know what decisions you want to make on the two variables. Variable the first, what elementals you want in there, because there are other options. Option the second... 
you can fit more than one elemental in there. It's normal practice to use two. You can fit up to five. However, for every additional elemental that you put in, you are increasing performance and sacrificing stability. Five is a controlled explosion that you will ride to your destination. One is something that will limp along, but if you encounter any trouble, it's not going to fly again. I will take Cell's advice. Not Earhart's. You have the same info that I do. Earhart obviously is immediately pushing for five with no arguments. Cell would be definitely on the line of three. Yeah. Because they're very much of the... They, they start talking about the joys of five, and then while talking about how beautiful the explosion would be, <laughs> kind of forks them down. Are you, are you guys familiar with the real-world spaceship design where you have a giant piece of armour and you poop out nukes into yes. the space just yes. behind the armour yep. and then the nuke explodes to send you forward? That's that's five elementals of travel. That's the best way to describe that. <laughs> that like, so, yeah, Cell describes that as a, as a beautiful... Like it, it becomes increasingly clear that Cell has a level of safety that they're willing to accept for themselves and then a level of protection (laughs) that they feel for other people. And therefore, while they talk about the beautiful explosion and then someone maybe asks, "Um, how safe would that be for us? They they immediately kind of climb down, bounce around and settle on You do not believe that your engineering would be able to sustain a journey to Svalbard with four or more elementals. Let's let's summarise it at that. Yeah. But you would get halfway there really quickly. Cell Cell is intelligent enough that it loops round into not necessarily making sense in the real world as it exists and they are not wise but they are are not they are not a fool understood in that case then in terms of your elemental choices I'm going to rule that one of them has to be an air elemental (laughs) otherwise you're just making a fire or something (laughs) similar I Um, think they're just the best type right like, There's a reason that air elementals are the airship elemental type. Yeah, like, I don't think there's any... Wasn't there one that was air and electric? Well, there's a lightning elemental, but they don't really do much more than, like, they both have 100-foot fly speed with a perfect fly ability, but then they have, like, weapon finesse and mobility, and I don't care, we're putting him in a jar. <laughs> the man's not wrong. Like, it's all just a bunch of whatever. However... Because I know that Cell would like prefer them, I will summon lightning elementals because they have the same fly speed, but they crackle. In which case then, there's, assuming you only want lightning elementals, there will be two lightning elementals and one air elemental because there has to be one air, air elemental. I'm pretty much having to rule that one. Oh, okay, fine, yeah. I think at the, at the point that you plug them in, like, can we, can we RP that? Because I think that might be the first time that Cell's like... <gasps> begins to say Mr. Smith and then it's just like oh oh my gosh oh Zolf it looks incredible um as lightning starts to crackle around the <laughs> around the ship yeah it's, I thought uh, you might like it oh no thank you very much this is extraordinary oh um and like and so it bounces around and it's like and the zap here does that make it that will make it go faster yes and this bit here oh that will that will provide protection you know there's always a there's always going to be a reason and this oh that's just extri- that's a very pretty crackle can i tell you about the the, the the electrical potential that 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 indicates that this has this is like continues to babble for yes. quite a while okay in that case then unless anyone has anything left that they want to do before major launch I am going to assemble everyone 
everyone who's going to be getting aboard the ship outside the hangar for what can best be described as a grand reveal. Wait, wait, wait. Are, we, are we assembling to avenge? <laughs> are you saying that are you all assembling in order to avenge uh, Earhart's last crew? Oh, yeah, well, no, like a world-stopping threat that's taken over I mean, over yeah, you could go yeah, with that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like, if, if you were Just to name a team on your of, left of that name <laughs> this would be a threat of that level yes yeah mm. yeah right, right. Just, just check yep and we're assembling cool we, we, we didn't we didn't successfully save the world nope but you can so, be damn sure we'll yep. defend it we'll, we'll do the bit we can now the other, the other yeah. bit the, 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 the after bit. I am going to yeah. preface the reveal with one extra fact which is for you Lydia Ooh. Earhart insisted on making a number of last minute modifications mm. with your supervision mm. Um, there was nothing in there that will make the thing explode or whatever, but you oh, a shame. you have had to concede this is non-negotiable. The ship is spikier than it needs to be. The, this is baffling to sell, but they they understand that that may be the way that some people have to design. Like their their things are often over-engineered to a certain extent, but it's not spiky. It's just because you know you want the detail and you've got to have feedback loops and things, so they end up quirky. But they they understand that everyone's got a style. Like Spike is a style. That's cool. <laughs> also, one thing as well, sorry, for me, in the off hours where we're not, you know, working on the ship or talking to each other, I am going into the city and just generally healing people and spreading a message of hope because I'm a cleric and that is literally my job. That's a really good idea. Can Zolf and Azu have, like, been doing that together? Like, I'll be like, I'll cover this section of the city and you cover the other section. I am absolutely happy to coordinate, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, do we need to wrap up the other, like, downtime stuff we've been doing over the course of the last bunch of days? Because I've probably finished making cold weather gear for everyone. Oh! Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. You've had enough time. Yeah, in the course of shopping, I've, I've marked down 150 gold for enough furs and materials to make, like... And more just... importantly, you bought some patterns this time. <laughs> I don't need patterns. I can design it myself. <laughs> Now remember the the mistake that Hammett has made is that he's forgotten that it needs to go under the armor, not over it. <laughs> Are there any additional downtown activities people want to have wrapped up that we haven't already discussed? In terms of interviewing extra crew, who has conducted that process? Weren't you going to see if there was an alternative to Earhart? Well, I mean, I, I, given that we managed to come to a sort of level of agreement where we wouldn't be recklessly endangering everyone. I am actually going to provide a little bit of uh, clarification on that point, actually, for you, Bryn. Can you please give me... Technically, it's a gather information check, but a knowledge local. I know that you haven't got it, so you're going to max out, but can you roll for me anyway, please? Sure. 13. You are laughed out of every single person you speak to regarding the journey you're proposing. Cool. By the end of it, you come to realise every single person is convinced that the trip is unmakeable and that you will die in the attempt because airships have a tendency to not survive this kind of journey for where in the world you're going. I probably won't keep trying after three or four if it's the same reaction, but I'm going to be thorough. Reactions run the gamut from people thinking that you're, uh, like, mocking them Sure, sure. To people thinking you're a fool. Yep. To pity. Hamid can cope with all those reactions. <laughs> it's all good. In terms of the crew, it, has, it isn't actually difficult. It's an aeroport. Like, sourcing people has been trivial. It wasn't even calling in favours or anything. There are job boards. A job board was posted. Zolf, I'm happy for to Zolf to have had sign-off. 
it will have been three crew members that she'll have needed. Oh, okay, so not many. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Given that all the people that own airships have laughed Hamid out of the building, mm-hmm. it seems like most of the crew, like experienced crew, would have a similar kind of reaction to a, a, a journey that might be certain death. So, so how exactly we hire them and the kind of people that you end up getting, that sounds like an interesting question. Earhart's reputation actually does a decent amount as a piece of the sort of rumour mill that I'm just going to give out. There's a little awkwardness where she has a reputation for being an incredibly, like, caring and dedicated captain for her crew Mm. because there's been no news of Earhart since the crash. So her reputation stands as being one of the best captains that there are. Mm. She's been known to take risks but all of the risks that she's taken have been calculated mm-hmm. and the story of the crash has kind of gotten a bit muddied to the point where no one's really sure what went on anyway mm-hmm. so what's more being offered is yeah it's probably going to be horrible yeah high chance of death and yeah everything's awful but money amazing pay and you can fly with someone who has a reputation as being possibly the best airship captain there is. Yeah. And she wouldn't She wouldn't do a suicide run. That's, that's not so. how she rolls. Also a world-saving thing. It's like, oh, money and save worlds. But, I mean, that just means that we're, we're getting... like Saving the, the world depends on uh, Zolf. Earhart's just calling in a reputation and offering also, a load of cash. we wouldn't want to say that because of spies and stuff. We'll be like, ah, we're right. here to fight the blue veins. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we'd probably post a different but extremely long journey on there as a seeing if people are capable and interested and then only reveal once they're hired. You get an uncommunicative and grisly lot, but we have an extended journey in order to get to know them better. They're not going to be presented to people until it's time to ship off anyway. Cool. Can Earhart cover the wages? Earhart subtly implies that if you're willing to contribute you'll get a higher calibre of uh, crew member let's put it How that much? way I, I think it should be clear to the people we're hiring that Zolf is paying them not Earhart Earhart <laughs> doesn't care I also don't care in which case I'd say at least 500 gold each so you're Great. looking at 1,500 done fab oh parties with money makes life easy sometimes <laughs> at one point before we get to the airship uh, at one point Azu very shamefacedly goes to the desk, the reception of the hotel, and is like, <laughs> here is some gold. I'm very sorry, and pays for repairs to her room, I guess. They are quite good about it, because unfortunately there is a tendency amongst the larger races to damage the smaller things in the hotel anyway, because it, like, outside of the larger section of the hotel... China breaks easy. It's so small. Ah, (laughs) So that that this isn't the first time. It's the first time they've had breakages in the large room, but that they have a good policy in place. You're fine. (laughs) Are we okay for our reveal? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Instead of that, let's take a break. (laughs) (laughs) If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do 
not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection. Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. And welcome back. So we are begrudgingly made it to potentially getting in a ship. It took us about four episodes longer than I thought it would, and that's mostly my fault. But nonetheless, here we are. I need to ask one question of Sal. Are we going for an under-the-sheet reveal, or are we going for a hangar doors open during sunset to catch it in its glory? Definitely the hangar, and they've done a little something to the uh, door-opening mechanism just to make (laughs) sure that... It catches the light perfectly. Like, it's synced to the sunrise. Yeah, uh, nice. Okay, well, I can do that. that. I can do yeah. that. So, let's paint the picture. It's the aeroport. On the grit, the party are lined up. And by party, I mean fairly sizable airship crew at this point. We've got the four adventurers straight out the gate. We then have all of the cobbles. We then have Amelia. We have our three uh, grizzled airship crew. We have Barnes. We have Carter. And then... At the other end to uh, heart, we have Wild. 
He is wearing, by the way, you know those classic images of, of real uh, historical Oscar Wilde in the fur coat? Mm. <laughs> Love it. That nice. fur coat. I made it for him. <laughs> <laughs> he actually had some decent um, suggestions in terms of alterations to really make it pop. Of course. I respect, <laughs> I respect this man's opinion when it comes to clothing. <laughs> craft respects craft, right? Yeah, absolutely. So as the as the sun crests and the uh, fog bounces that glow and catches it, the hangar doors open. Inside, you see a ship return to some form of glory, <laughs> by which I mean it looks, at first glance, like someone took a, yeah, like a hot rod car and strapped a lot of knives to it. Getting a real Dark Eldar vibe here. It now has a pair of exterior engines, one on the right-hand side, one on the... Sorry, one on port, one on starboard. Oh, very boaty. It has a third one up and to the stern, and it still has masts of a sort. It still has rigging and so on. However, it now seems to have a ram at the front. It appears to have um, reinforced sides, and it is certainly longer and thinner than it used to be. And the best comparison I can give is, minus the blood and gore, you know, the sort of, like, Firefly, Reaver, spiky Raider kind of look? <laughs> uh, yeah, that, but with less cannibalism. Yeah, so you can see the cell bits, which is the main body and, like, the actual mechanics thereof, which is, it's actually comparatively sleek, it's good-looking, it is, like, got smooth curves and so on, and then someone came along and went, you know what this needs? Scrap metal and lots of it. <laughs> um... But nonetheless, it, it catches the light, and as the light hits it, it just lifts itself off and begins to hover in place. Very back to the future. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And crackle with electricity. Oh, yeah. Ha- Hamid bursts into applause. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Unless the party joins in, he is alone. As it will start clapping. <laughs> I, I will awkwardly begin clapping because I'm like, I don't think this is appropriate, but I don't want to be rude. So. <laughs> Once three people have started clapping, everyone's going to start yeah. clapping. That's the well, I mean, number. the kobolds will clap if you tell them to, right? So. <laughs> I'm not telling anyone to clap. At which point, Earhart steps forward and gestures for all for you to step forward to. Oh, right, yeah, 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 sure. I'm not one for big speeches. Do what you're told. Zolf, give me a bottle. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, I'll get a champagne bottle out of my coat. She walks over to it and very unceremoniously, she doesn't, like, put a big thing in it. She just smashes it on one of the knives, turns around. It's called the Vengeance. Get on board. I'll just, I'll, I will shoot Barnes a look of, like, this is uh, a he, he He very much gives you a look you've come to recognise, which is, it's happening again, isn't it? <laughs> t- t- time to assemble the Vengeance crew. Yeah! <laughs> No one listens apart from the party. Truly, we are entering the end game. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I am good to uh, basically... Vengeance crew infection war. (laughs) (laughs) I need to know then a few things off people very quickly, which is if there are any pre-flight checks that you all want to be doing beyond actual pre-flight checks, now is the time. If there is anything specific where it's like, I need to have a bed in this specific part, you need to let me know. Otherwise, I'm going to montage it a little bit and get us in the air. Cool. I, I don't think this needs roleplay, but I'll just, I will fill Barnes in on the, look, if she goes off the deep end, we mutiny immediately, right? It's <clears throat> fine. Uh, but Barnes doesn't bat an eyelid. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. I, I didn't expect him to, but as the other, like, naval person, he'll be like, right, I know the score, great. <laughs> 
he, he has a bit of a wry moment and just sort of goes, it's only mutiny if what you count is a crew. I mean, I wouldn't fret. Mm, right. So, last chance. Any pre-flight checks? The exits are here, here, and here. Oh, no. uh, there is a nut allergy on board, so we will be only serving meat. <laughs> uh, no, no checks. In that case, then, Earhart takes her place at the uh, helm and uh, request Cell be beside her Mm -hmm. in the event that it explodes. Mm -hmm. And she also insists that all of the crew cobbles and everyone straps themselves in like they used to be. Mm -hmm. You know, the whole uh, carabiner thing. Mm. Azu, you notice your carabiner is bloodstained. Oh, dear. She doesn't comment on it. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes blood gets places. I mean, what are you going to (laughs) do? Earhart takes a moment, surveys everything. Screw it. And then plunges a lever and it shoots forward. Everyone give me a reflex save. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. That's a 21 from me. Good. 17. Good. 25. Oh, good. Uh, 11 for me, 11 for Scrap. And the Gestalt entity known as Cobalt. 23 for all the other Cobalts. Wow, well done them. So, Cell, Skrark and Hamid. Mm-hmm. You were ready for a lurch. Mm. You weren't ready for what in like the modern day would feel like, you know, an accelerated roller coaster start. Like, ah. <laughs> like skin pulling back on your face style. Oh, Zolf and Azu, you managed to keep your footing. I am going to let you decide how as to whether you were just a bit more ready or whether you just uh, were better placed. But either way, you managed to just keep your footing. Hamid, Sal and Skrark, unfortunately, especially given that the rest of the Commons, I think, made it, <laughs> you are flat on your back and pulled to the extent of your cables backwards down the deck immediately. It shoots up near vertical. It is vibrating violently and sell you know that what Earhart has done is immediately just pushed it to its maximum tolerance and it rockets up like a bottle like a uh, cork from a bottle are you alright? have it sell? I I think I'm okay Uh, Cell experimentally sort of touches their head and it's like oh well I like what it's done to my hair Uh, that was (laughs) that's good usually that takes me hours but here we go oh you went you went flying well, <laughs> yeah. Cell is, <laughs> Cell is going to look concernedly at Zolf and raise the fact that, as a as a ver- like private aside, yeah, if that's yeah. Earhart can't point. hear a thing. Earhart's now in the zone and not listening yeah. to anything. Um, Miss, uh, Mr. Smith, Zolf, this does. I, I mean, I'm not experienced in the ways of uh, of a flying airships, but I, I did. You know, I did. I did build this engine, and I'm I'm pretty sure that's not. The best way uh, to fly it is... uh... At this point, Earhart then initiates a banked turn that is, again, sell to your eye, about as tight as this thing can manage. Can everyone give me a fresh reflex save? This one is for the G-forces trying to throw you to the deck. Okay, I've got a natural one. Okay. I've got a two. I've got ten total. Hamid rolled a natural twenty. Scrap got... 27, and this time the kobolds got 10. So, Hamid and Skrark, basically your solution is stay prone! <laughs> Zolf, you're now the only person still on your feet. Right. 
the ship is now spiraling upwards roller coaster style in extremely tight turns and it's just like like uncomfortable for everyone i am going over to earhart if i can uh, you i'm get you because you made your reflex save you can but you are dragging yourself <laughs> along the deck she is power stancing, buckled into the thing, and just going at it like the clappers. Earhart, for goodness sake, we've got thousands of miles to go. Just calm down. If it's going to blow up, I want to know now. <laughs> Brilliant, with us on it. Well, and your yeah, test pretty done. much. Stop it. Fine. She slams one of the levers, and it suddenly decelerates. Not in a way that throws you across the deck. It just it loses that acceleration. Yeah. Just as it breaks through the cloud cover. No one's had a chance to look at the city receding. It's mostly been, oh my God, we might all die. (laughs) The ship bursts from the crowd cover and then levels out on top of it. And just everyone looking around Zolf, with the exception of you, has pretty much just fallen down at this point and are picking themselves up. Uh, Earhart turns to Cell. Yeah, it's a good job. I reckon we might live for this. I I mean, I... 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 I wouldn't like to to, to critique uh, any any Excellent. choices, In except that, case, that you don't. are going to get all of us killed very very quickly if you continue like this. Noted. Earhart then puts it forward and it gives a minor lurch of acceleration and starts heading off basically at cloud cover level. I will mention two facts. One, it's really cold, obviously, but you're already wearing gear. And two, second point is that anyone who has been on Earhart's previous ship, this is probably twice the speed. Okay. Is it very, very pretty? It's gorgeous. It's genuinely stunning because you've done it at dawn. The light is just catching the clouds. And it, Azu, for you specifically, because you don't have much of a point of reference... You stop feeling high, as in it stop the ship stops feeling high in the air. Okay. <laughs> it starts feeling like sailing, which you may have done once or twice because you were near Cairo, because of the cloud cover. And maybe your reverie might get broken at some point where a wisp of cloud passes and you see the outskirts of the city already moving distant and down, down, down below you. <laughs> but generally speaking, the ride's actually quite smooth. Okay. Cell was not satisfied with the noted bit. Like, that. that this is a... Yeah. Uh, you can carry on. I just needed to do a bit of scene setting. No, no, continue. No, sure. Um, no, Captain Captain Earhart, you you seem to be thinking that that everyone on the ship shares your exact level of of risk tolerance, which I, I have learned is not the case. People's level of risk tolerance is extremely variable. I, for instance, am not particularly keen on dying anytime soon, uh, especially not uselessly. Therefore, I would very much appreciate it if you would take into account the mechanical limitations of the ship. And, and general reality. This this is not the way that one should fly when one is responsible for a crew. I think no, you should, I think you should probably listen to your chief engineer, Earhart. Zolf, you have the helm. Earhart right. wanders off down the uh, ship and starts inspecting it. Cell so will be quivering with suppressed... It might look like anger from the outside. Sure. As, Cell, I go with her. If she's going to do inspections, I want you there as well because you have a better eye for this. It's it's not the shit I'm worried about, uh, Zolf. It's it's a, a level of uh, arrogance and recklessness uh, which which may endanger all of us. I I don't think that. I, I... Cell, just um, come come closer. Uh, yes. 
yeah, if she does this again, we're going to mutiny, all right? But I want to get as far as possible with one of the best sky captains around so that we don't die. But I know. Cell has exactly as many things to, to say in witty response as I do there. <laughs> and uh, then uh, looking back continually, like making big eyes kind of thing, uh, goes to follow Earhart. Cool. Okay, in which case, I am going to accelerate time a little bit as people settle in. Mm-hmm. Earhart does the rounds, and to all intents and purposes, again, you're no captain or anything, but she does seem to be looking at the right bits. She does seem to be inspecting properly. She is a little harsher on the uh, new crew members than you might think, in terms of, like, you know, stow that properly, blah, blah, blah. But she does seem to be doing an actually decent job now and is going around and doing a proper inspection of things. In terms of the three new crew members, none of them are keen on conversation in any way. Aww. They are quite taciturn currently. But but Alex, Alex, are they hot? <laughs> Why don't we let the dice decide that? <laughs> also, also, we're, we're, we're going to need, we're going to need, you know, uh, race and gender. Understood. You know. Yeah. And also, Azo hasn't tried to talk to any of them yet, so we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, Same. They, exactly. Ha- Hamid is in the mood to make friends. The Charisma yeah. Crew, they're coming in. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's hard. That's a, that's a nice spread. That's a nice spread. So let's go through this then. <laughs> I'm going to be clear. The reason you have not had a conversation is the opportunity has not come up. Yeah. For everyone apart from Zolf, they turned up at dawn immediately you were on a roller coaster and they have jobs to do. Yeah, I mean, we just went vertically upwards. So, first things first... One of them, not not so much on the looking side. Uh-huh. We'll be the judge of that. He is probably, I mean, I say probably, he is human, probably mid-50s. He's certainly older. Mm-hmm. He seems quite weather-beaten with it. Mm-hmm. He is dressed for cold weather gear, but in a very odd assortment of clothes. He has a very strong smell of sweat and tobacco. Mm-hmm. And he does chew tobacco seemingly incessantly. Wow, Alex, you're really making it hard for us. And occasionally spits over the side. Have we been given a name? No. Okay. Zolf will know it. If, if then, if you want to tell the party, that's fine. No. You're doing this again. Don't. <laughs> yeah. It'll be Sigif. Don't do it. All right. <laughs> so, what's the name of the first one, Ben? They're your crew. You you sourced them. All Earhart did is put the advert out. Uh, Bryn is right. It is Sigif. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> Uh, oh, so that's intriguing. Maybe Sigif wants to go to Svalbard not for just the money. Maybe Sigif has connections. Ooh, maybe, yeah. Mm. So, there is a dwarf mm. who is... I mean, he's not bad-looking, mm. but he similarly, he he has a certain weather-beaten vibe to him as well. Mm. He has His beard is quite short for dwarven standards. Mm. It's, it's cut quite narrow, but Zolf, you've seen it before. It is... It's a very common thing for dwarves that are going to be doing sailing because a huge beard can get in the way of stuff. It's mm-hmm. it's strictly functional. <laughs> no capes. Yeah, it's, no capes. <laughs> oh no, I tied my beard into the rigging. I'm being lifted <laughs> off the ground. Part of the ship, part of the crew. Oh no, no part of the crew, part of the it's ship. It's tangled <laughs> in the anchor. <laughs> Two interesting facts to do with him is one that he is carrying a warhammer at all times. Nice. And two, he seems to have the arms of a much larger creature than him. Weird. Like, you know the almost the, the gorilla vibe where like they, their arms are nearly like knee level? Goodness me. God. That. He chunky. Um, people give me knowledge, nature or knowledge arcana if you have it. The 
21 on Arcana. 18. Okay. 28 on Knowledge Nature. I got none of that. Okay, cool. Hamid, you suspect it's probably magically related. Zolf, you are sure that in all your travels that has to have been a magically related accident or something similar. Cell, mm-hmm. you reckon it's probably some kind of mutation as a result of high levels of exposure to ambient magic. <gasps> Whether, like, chilling out in Rome, which you hear has some magical stuff, but you don't think you have any first-hand experience, yeah. but anything like that. He has most likely been exposed to some long-term effect, and it has, it has morphed his body in some way. Name? Friedrich. Okay. And the third one. The third one is a very tall, very well-built woman. She is human and she is wearing chainmail. She has a very stern expression. Fabulous bone structure, I'll have to give that. I mean, I, I saw the roll figure, so it's a good figure. And she is... Out of the three of them, she's the one that has been showing the least, like aggression like the other two are actively like go away Ellen's eyebrows say I'm in (laughs) she is a little bit more should we say grounded certainly the youngest of all of them she's probably 20 something like that yeah young that is young says the 13 year old she has a certain swagger which implies (laughs) someone who has something to prove oh it's just Helen's eyebrows (laughs) <laughs> Continually like, uh-huh, noted, noted, while she literally takes notes. Mm, noted. Swagger, you say. Ben, I need a name. Uh, Kiko. Kiko, mm-hmm. understood. K-I-K-O. The age of the wonder beasts, it begin. <laughs> good series. Kiko begins humming a shanty. Kiko has a good singing voice, there you go. Yeah, it, it is a musical series. <laughs> As they're wandering around, like, somehow doing all the rigging stuff introduces a really cool beat. As long as, as, long as she's not singing European opera, Hamid is, is going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've got smelly old man, massive arms, and then just swagger. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I know your priorities. So I'm going to leave you then with a classic cinematic shot of mm. the uh, vessel carrying on out over the clouds, and it leaves the camera behind. You know, you know the shot I'm talking about, mm-hmm. and it begins navigating its way around the uh, huge towering clouds as if they were mountains and shoals, <laughs> and leaves Hiroshima behind, and starts setting off across a glorious golden sea. Aww. Very nice. Lovely. Right, that's it. Pretty. Nice times are over. Yeah. Now the pain comes. <laughs> cool. Great. It's pretty. Strap him. Okay. I mean, we had to, otherwise we'd have fallen yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, not all not all of you, not necessarily. We'll find out, yeah? yeah. Oh. Ah! All right. Can, can I just I'm say bye? Nice to, ride. Yeah, to end yeah. this before he drops yeah. any more ominous stuff. I'm just going to... Yeah, bye! 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 <laughs> Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution non-commercial sharealike 4.0 international license. Today's episode was directed by Alexander J. Newell and produced by April Sumner. To subscribe, buy merchandise, or join our Patreon, visit rustyquill.com. Rate and review us online, tweet us at the Rusty Quill, visit us on Facebook, or email us via mail at rustyquill.com. Join our community on the Discord via the website or on Reddit at r slash rustyquill. Thanks for listening.
Barnes. Who's and, Barnes? Uh, actually, Alex, what is Barnes' first name? Captain. James. Yeah, because that was literally all I could think of. And I was like, that would be a bit weird. We have been <laughs> hanging out with each other for quite a while. James Buchanan Barnes. No. Richard Armitage Barnes. I'm going to go with James. Yeah. Oh. I'm okay with James. Oh. You broken Helen. You can't do that oh. to her. It's a good name, James. James Barnes. Okay, I bet. Do you know what? I'm going to go on AO3 right now and see if there's any pirate booky fan fiction. <laughs> there will Helen, be. no, stay with us. Stay with us. <laughs> no, we can't no. lose you like this. Hi, everyone. Alex here. I'd just like to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. Jessica Specht, Natalie Logan, Emily Simmons, Paige Morgan, Clarissa Olivares, Lana Roberts, Emma, Rhiannon Thomas-Bourne, Mally Bustasy, Regan Sanders, Christina, Sir Prahlagod, Trixie McGee, A Brain in a Bucket, Esther Phillips, Annie Shoes, Natasha Tomasek, Maglor, Saturn Lynette, Amaranta Petty, Alison Peroni, Ari Shenanigans, Pumpkin Milk, Mackenzie Sheppers, Annika V. Brighton, Jasmine Zielfreund, Ludo, Marguerite Coles, Catherine Foreman, Hello Trickster, Riley Alexandra, Rose Johnson, Ruben Pax, What If You Were Defenseless, Tara, Biff, The Thing Lurking in the Dirt Under the Streets of Alexandria, Sarah Anderson, Tips Fedora, Shaka Vist, Logan Austin, Gem, Strongest Stars Malak, Ona Dakora, Alex, Skyberia, Gabby Figueroa, Zoe Wright, Charlie Morgan Reed, Heather, Nebula Wood, Gillis Lowry, and Taylor Jackson. Thank you all. We really appreciate your support. If you'd like to join them, go to www.patreon.com forward slash rustyquill and take a look at our rewards. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello all, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Program. The Program audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for The Programme Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun!
and enjoy the episode. 